Hey everyone, welcome to the one Off Cast, the only 30-minute gaming podcast that lasts an hour. This is the show where we dig through old video games and compare what we thought then to the way things are now. My name's Kieran, aka Harry Atomic, and I'll be joined each week by the one, the only, the face of Firmus Gas, Martinez main man, Mr. Daniel Ferry. Back at it once again, and I had to clean my throat, so I'll work you away, but... You'll probably find out I'll have to do that uh, a few times tonight because the secret is out, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I might as well just tell you all now because I had it. I was my hand was uh, forced tonight. Oh. Um, I've been secretly for the past four <clears throat> four weeks. Uh, have started taking up running. Good on you. And uh, what I caught, uh, my God. Like, you know why you see a runner when you're out in your car and you just like they're the most invisible people because they're there and you see them but you don't really acknowledge them. Yeah. I have a new respect for people who run. My God. It the, is hard. There's a park it down near hard. my house and like I for I think about three times I went running. And I always say to myself, Oh, I, I gotta I gotta go running again. I love it. I really enjoyed it. It was really good fun, but like I, uh, I know what you mean. Like I'd be I'd be running and I'll I'll get I'll do like five minutes and stop and kind of like catch my breath and go another five minutes and blah blah, blah. and you see people just kind of lapping you as if they're just like you know just having just yeah. lost in their own wee world and you're like how well, how I... the fuck are you managing that? So I wanted to apologise in advance because every time I come running and we're doing this podcast quite late because of me going running, uh, my chest opens up and maybe this is a normal thing I don't know but. And I, I get all flammy, so I, I apologize if you hear me coughing for this podcast. But um, what I've done is I've started the Couch to 5K. Hey. And I'm in week four. So basically, not really gaming related, but I'll tell you how I'm getting on. So basically, I'll give you a quick synopsis. Like week one, like you power walk for five minutes, then you run for a minute, walk for a minute, run for a minute, walk for a minute, and so on and so forth until 30 miles past, you're done. My very first run nearly killed me. Hmm. I nearly died. Uh, <clears throat> second run was better. Third, great. Uh, but And then as you go into week two, you run for two minutes and you take a break for a minute. And it progressively goes up week by week. So tonight <clears throat> uh, was a week four run and I had to run like for like seven minutes straight. And uh, I did it. And you hear the wee app telling you right stop now and walk and I felt like I could have went on so it's definitely working if someone said to me four weeks ago run for seven miles straight I couldn't I couldn't have done it but I, I'm slowly getting there I'm slowly improving so the dream what's the dream I hear you hey, all what ask? is the dream what's the goal <clears throat> the, the goal is 5k is like three and a half miles mm. isn't it something yeah. like that um so the app is designed to have you run three and a half miles uh, within 30 minutes, like nonstop, just running straight for 30 minutes. Um, so the dream um, there is to do that. Um, by my calculations, that will take me up until the end of October, starting in November. And I'm not going to use the winter as an excuse to stop doing it. That's it. Um, if necessary, I will go to a gym if necessary. And I will. The fa- the advantage of the gyms and dairy is you can go at like on, on sociable times, so you can go at like eight or nine o'clock at night, and they're twenty four hour. Yeah. Uh, so the dream ends then is once I can do five k, do five k constantly, like four or five times a week, just constant, 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 constant. Then move myself up to ten k probably after Christmas. Yeah. Then <clears throat> something else, but I'm not going to tell you because Ooh. I don't want to myself. So. No, it's, it's it's always best to do that. It's always best to kind of like commit to your goals, yeah. but always yeah. have like an but, end goal, like you know that you're gonna kind of like fucking land on people. So there's there's um two things before we get onto the meat list. Um, this is kind of become a tradition now where I talk before we get stuck on. But it, I needed. To well, I mean, we always start each week with a fairy tale. Yeah. That's kind of the point. Yeah. Well, this week's fairy tale. My car broke down this week. Ah. Oh. And I uh, know she, she, uh, she just, anytime I came to a junction, she just died as if, you know, it had stalled. And uh, so we're really scary at one point because I was kind of going down dairies on a hill, folks. So you're going down hills and up hills a lot. And uh, I do this awful thing. And uh, if the DOE is listening, <clears throat> you know, you know. 
don't. Right. We're only joking. Just mute this next section. I ride the clutch when I'm going down a hill. What that is is that I literally go onto. If I'm going down a hill, don't know if you do it at all here, but um, I'm sitting like second or third gear, and I just put my foot down the clutch, and I just put my other foot over the brake, and just roll down the hill. I do the same thing. I just freewheel down the hill. It's like it's like the equivalent of lifting your feet off the pedals on your bike, just and just fucking wasn't down a hill. Yeah. But my instructor always said, oh, you should never do that because, like, you, you don't have full control of your car, but my foot's on the brake. That's that's the main stopping bit, like. Yeah, that's the main. So I was going down the hill, and I noticed, I was kind of talking to my wife, and I was kind of, you know, looking forward, chatting back and forth, you know, you occasionally glance. And I noticed my steering wheel got very heavy all of a sudden, and I just looked, and my, my dashboard was completely off. Like, there was nothing, like, no nothing. Okay. And the car, the you know, the needle was gone. Right. So, me being an idiot, um, tried to start the car while still going down. <laughs> right. Did you have? Did you lift your foot yeah, like, off the, the clutch? No, I kept my foot down the clutch. I was all right. I'll, I'll put her back in the first while she's rolling. The car was dead anyway, so it didn't make a real deal. And tried to start the car, and uh, nothing was happening. And uh, so I just put on my hazard lights, and I had the basically break and put the handbrake on but uh <clears throat> so i took it to uh, a garage to get it locked at and this is this is the crux of my question to you i know nothing about cars okay you know this you know this yourself uh you yourself recommended me to go to this um when i was buying my when i passed my test two and a half years ago yeah we bought your first car together didn't we yeah yeah you you're the first person to drive it um i mean not. but do you remember I, I went down and the guy was all, what kind of car do you want? And I was all, a red one. A red car? I would like a red car, please, sir. He just looked at me and he's all, why a red one? And I was all, because that's what I learned to drive on. And he was all, you realize? <laughs> he was all, you realize they're not red on inside? And I was all, I know, I just like red cars. I know, like, and like, this is why you talk me to this gentleman, because he didn't take the hand out of me. He could have uh, went, happy days, I'm on day one or here. I'll just drop any piece of crap on him. Everybody's a owner, so but this is the thing. See, when you take a car to a garage, and I don't know if everyone feels the same, so it'll be interesting to see your comments below. It's like you go on, and it's it's like going on their woman's clothes shop for me. And I go on, and I go, There's my car, this is what's wrong with And he goes, He's looking at it now, you know, he's looking at it, he's walking around the car, and he goes, I had to plug it on the computer to see it's wrong. And I'm thinking in my head. Does my car have a USB port that I don't know about? <laughs> and uh, he's all call back to me later on. And I'm waiting about fucking eight hours for my fucking car. And then I go back and he goes, I, 70 pound, hey. Uh, it was the injectors that needed to push. And then he shows me what can we only describe as a bar pump. He's all, I swapped that out with your car. And uh, he's all, that should be sorted now. So that's all right. And. That, that was basically it but I, I always leave going did I just get swindled is that and then you're asking around other people and everybody else seems to be right so so in my experience anyway now I I mean as as is the way with all these things like I, I know a guy like I there's a guy I take my car day and I don't let anybody else touch me well I suppose I'm, I'm loving in Belfast now so like I, I I'm trying to find a new guy but back in Derry I had a guy and yeah the way so i i was pretty like safe and secure in the knowledge that like i wasn't getting swindled but i I always got the same treatment i'll plug your car into the diagnostic thing and blah blah blah. and there is a a port on your car it's not a usb but there is a port on your car (laughs) (laughs) i was kind of thinking there's a a usb to car adapter that we didn't sell maplin (laughs) i think there is a usb to car adapter if it was in maplin you know it'd be about 400 fucking quid and it wouldn't work. I actually walked past there yesterday, and it looked like a drug den. It's you know, lovely. Like all the big red signs, you know, all the big signs saying uh, closed, and all the signs were torn and all. Looked like, you know, like the, the, the Last of Us Part 2 or something. <laughs> right, we'll, um, right, we'll go on a fairy... Right, I've got a fairy tale. Just, I've got a, I've got a, a okay. weird one. Uh, do you remember whenever me and you used to, uh, used to work, and, and, well, no, you used to... You remember we used we worked together on Maplin. Me and Daniel Daniel used to be yes. my manager. For anyone that doesn't watch or doesn't watch like my any of my YouTube videos, I done one talking about the history of me and Dan. But in a nutshell, me and Dan meant when Dan was my manager in Maplin. 
which is now closed, thank fuck. But, I, I mean, working on there was good times, but do you remember the night that the electricity went out? Do you remember that? The, what a, what, what, and I, I was so professional for the whole thing. You were? You were so well, pro? And do you remember like, retail time? So there was a complete power outage in the whole of Derry. Yeah, all of Derry. The only place open yeah. was Wheeler's. One family-owned fast food restaurant was the only place that survived a, a city-wide blackout. That in the hospital. So you could get an operation yeah. and a cheeseburger. That was about it. Yeah. So I I literally walked around with a torch saying, sorry, folks, um, the stores, you know, there's a power cut. Um, if you just want to drop your stuff, we'll tidy up when the lights come back on if you want to leave. So I remember escorting everybody out. And then we had to manually, do you remember, had to pull the shutters because they're electronic. We had to physically just push had to them off them. And then one guy comes up to me, so I want to re- refund this. And as all our tells are off. And now, it's pitch black outside. <laughs> it's pitch black. No I, traffic I had lights. To shine a torch. Nothing. I had to shine a torch under his fist. And <laughs> when he goes, oh, I want to return these. I can't even remember what it was because it was dark. It was CDs. It was it was 10 blank CDs. Well, what do you hear this? <laughs> so I thought, you're going to have to come back. When? When the power comes back on. <laughs> when we're not in the fucking Stone Ages. I saw it was grand. And then we're standing, me and you, and uh, the doors have been shut. And then we lock the door. And then <clears throat> these headlights start shining under the shop. And oh, I mean, this Jesus. horn. Do you remember this? Boy starts blasting his horn. I was like, what's that fucking boy? This, this boy's problem. I thought it might have been the police or something. So I open the door, pull it out, and I go, and he's he's kind of waving at me. And I took the horn, I go up to him with the car window, and he goes, hi, you wouldn't sell some CD markers? Fuck, I CD markers. No. <laughs> and there's not a fucking, that's all, he must have had a fucking, uh, fucking hamster on a wheel in the house or something, burning CDs. <laughs> he's just burning PlayStation 1 games. It was, ha uh-huh. But you know what? As a credit to me and you have been honest critters that we are fucking we could have cleaned that place you out could have read <laughs> that could have place up. I know they would have closed a couple of days earlier okay <laughs> just a backup truck to know where it all went I don't know what happened there. we got beat up and all just tie ourselves up behind the counter but uh, that was that was a good that was a good time it was a good it's time good. I actually enjoyed it it was it was kind of like it was like an event. Hey, it was good fun. I mean, we're still talking about it, so obviously it was a fond memory. But I getting like locked in the shop over a power outage, and then the following week, the very next time that me and you were both on a close together again, you managed to break your key in the door, and we had that's to stay for another couple of fucking hours. Yeah, that's because I very fast tried to manually pull the door open with my key, and the key snapped in the lock. <laughs> Mine and I took the fucking lock off the front, and we had to get a locksmith out, and the whole fucking door was in bits. And... <laughs> Here, it got, got us overtime, didn't it? It did, it did. We got paid extra for it. That's all it was. See, that's it. We're responsible for closing Maplin because we took the fucking hand out of their like, overtime well, policy. I don't think I don't think we're responsible. I think their business practices are the reason I, for I, that. No, but, I, we, uh, didn't, we didn't close Maplin. Fucking Maplin beat us to that. Anyways, before we start fucking slandering Maplin so much that we end up getting sued, yes. let's move on. Um, so, before, yeah. before, actually, before we begin, I decided this week... Um, Kieran, ladies and gentlemen, doesn't play a lot of modern games. No. So it is now upon me, my wisdom and my power, and your comments below. We are going to slowly, slowly ease Kieran back into modern gaming. I bought Sonic Mania. Yeah. That's the newest thing I've played. That's kind of. I mean, it's modern. So well done. Aye, but it's, well, so, it's, it's somewhere I'm so comfortable. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. I have never steered you wrong never. when it comes to pur- purchasing and playing a game. In fact, the last game I recommended you to play, you tattooed it on your body. That's true. Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight. So, it's on sale now, on Steam, on PlayStation, on Xbox, and on Switch. So, this is my choice to you, and then... You can give me a choice, or you can leave it to the people. But my game that you need to play before the end of 2018 is called Celeste. You've you've mentioned this before. You've you, talked about this before. You need to play that game. I will. It is the I, most I, important I, game I've played this year. I will it's play Celeste. Phenomenal. Is there a physical copy? 
there isn't. No. Fuck, I'm going to have to go digital then, aren't I? You're going to have to go digital, but you will thank me. You will honestly thank me. I finished it in like, I think it came out in February or March, and I'm still thinking about it now. Well, I just it's had that so, big an impact. So good. It's so good. It's re- I don't even want to tell you what it's about. Just <sighs> the fields and everything. Oh, it's just so, so, so right. good. Just. Uh- I'll get on Celeste. Yeah, and then you can pick me a game. I I'll get on Celeste, and I'll 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 keep everybody updated. And once I get it done, I'll I'll recommend something for you as well, and we'll sort of go back and forward. But that 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 could be your mission then, is to like slowly pull me back up into like modern gaming. Perfect. And then once you do that, we'll we'll think of something else. But if anybody has any recommendations for myself or Kieran, uh. Modern or not, let us know. Send us a tweet or put in the comments below or send us a wee message on Anchor and tell us what's your favourite game and why we should play it. Yep. And we'll, and any messages we get, we'll put it on the podcast. So now that we're like 17 minutes in, they are our 30-minute podcast, which will last an hour. Yes. We're going to move on to the, the meat of the episode. So uh, the, the, ma- the main topic that we've been talking about these last few weeks, and we're going to keep trundling on, is the console wars. We've been reminiscing about old consoles for anyone that hasn't been listening we've started at the the nes or the nes and we've worked our way up through just not really like there have been a few facts here and there but really it's more just our experiences and what we remember and last time we talked about the playstation one and it's pretty much its dominance whenever it came out and we maybe touched on some of the reasons why and our sort of experiences and and getting it but now what we're going to do is we're going to move on we're going to move on to a console that you said you've never actually played before yet to touch the controller yet to touch the controller i will change that for you one day sir but we're going to move on and talk about the dreamcast so the dreamcast was sega's like next you know like iteration after the sega saturn the sega saturn doesn't really set the world on fire but I, i mean it was the first it was their first foray in the cd gaming but the Dreamcast had come out, and I'll I will I, I will admit now I, the Dreamcast is one of my favorite consoles. I absolutely love it. It it's <laughs> such a quirky, weird system, and I'm. Did they like announce that and release it on the same day or something like that? It it wasn't the same day, but it was pretty close together, if I remember like rightly. It just kind of came out, but I remember seeing Sonic Adventure, which was like a three D sonic game and it was the first 3d yeah. one i'd seen but the whole like for me i in my head i just saw right sonic versus mario was still a big thing and mario like mario yeah. 64 was still like hot on my mind so mm-hmm. this is going to be like sonic 64 do you know what i mean like it's going to be on that yeah, level yeah. It, it wasn't mm-hmm. but the was it good now it was good. It just wasn't like the. It just didn't set the world on fire the way that I wanted it to. But the yeah. main hook for me of the Dreamcast, the thing that I loved. Do you remember Tamagotchis back in the day? Those wee keychain things that could yes. be virtual pets. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. they they were they were hot at the time. They were just you could not find a Tamagotchi for love and money. You could find knockoffs everywhere, but like just everybody had a virtual pet. And in Japan, apparently, these things were just like insane everyone wanted them but the whole thing was is that the memory card was like a tamagotchi ah clever so is a wee lcd screen and stuff it had a wee lcd screen on it it had a wee miniature d-pad and it had a wee ab button it looked like a really really tiny game boy about the size of a box of matches yeah and the way that sonic adventure used it some games just used it like just as a memory card like he plugged it under your controller there was two memory card slots so you could have a rumble pack and a memory card at the same time which was fucking cool because the n64 couldn't do that but the way that these worked was that they called them the vmu or the visual memory unit and the way that they worked was you put it in, you saved your game on it but in sonic adventure someone can correct me because i can't remember the name of these things but they were like wee tiny pets they looked like wee mini pokemon and whenever you saved your game you could like use one of them as a tamagotchi on your like your memory card you could take it about me and then whenever you plugged it back in to play sonic adventure again it would like give you some power-ups or your pet would be like happier and stuff so you could play your pet then on your tv so it's like this wee weird mini game strange because you just described pokemon go yeah it's it was one of the early 
precursors for Pokemon Go. In fact, Pokemon Go done Pokemon Go before Pokemon did. Because do you remember Heart Gold had the Poke Walker? I think I bought it to you for your birthday one year. Oh, have it. Actually, that photo of us on the YouTube. Yeah. Show me if, uh, there's a picture of me holding the Poke Walker while we're out hitting the time with all those ladies. I know, the last <laughs> time we were out. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> we looked so we They're looked all, so thin in yeah, that photo too for fuck's sake I know that's why that's, uh, that's why I chose we it. were you know that's when we were like uh, you know we had we had energy that's why I'm running now I need to do something and this is why I'm running um, to go back to the Dreamcast very quickly um, I have this curse and it's there's no excuse for it but um, when I had my first daughter um, I put on a lot of weight in like the first six months she was born and then I lost it all uh, like a year later I was like yay then I had another daughter and now I'm going through that cycle of putting weight on so I'm trying to eradicate that very quickly yeah trying to curb it but uh, going, back, going back to the Saturn I have a question for you now maybe I dreamed this or maybe I seen it in a magazine but you can correct me right. did I not see it like a, a crazy crazy profile for the Dreamcast it was like a fashion rod Yes, I've I've got two of them in the room. Uh, Sega, you have them as well. I've fucking two of them. I can play two-player fishing wave if you want. Were, were they actually real or were these these shitty? Like, remember when Wii Sports came out? You got the racket. The, no, the, this the was controller, like why? This was an actual fucking controller with a cable that you plugged under the front. Like this thing was the real fucking deal. You played. Uh, oh, right. You played Sega base fishing on it. Right. Or bass fishing, whatever you want to call it. Sega bass fishing. But the whole deal was that it had, like, I know, again, anybody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think for the most part I'm right. The It had, like, a small motion sensor in it, so you could, like, cast right. your line, and whenever you turned the wee, you know, the hand crank, it would you know, it would give you that kind of ticking noise. And mm-hmm. it felt, properly felt like a reel whenever you were turning it on, or whenever you were peeling it on. And so it felt real. It felt right. hey, so yeah, it felt uh, it felt <laughs> properly real. But yeah, those uh, those controllers were just they were fuck. It, it was just one of them things. It was like wow, it's so weird. Like you have to buy did it. Did it come at, with the game or? Yeah, it came or, with the game, so you got it as like a wee bundle. Uh, okay. But the Dreamcast was I like, and see, that was the- I'm gonna spend this time now just selling you on the Dreamcast because the Dreamcast. Well, right, I'll, I'll give you my personal history with the Dreamcast first of all, just to show you why I'm so passionate about it now, mm-hmm. uh, is that I've got a bit of a false nostalgia for the Dreamcast, because I've mentioned this uh-huh. a few places before, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast, if I have, I'm sorry, let's just say it's for the benefit of new listeners, but whenever whenever I was younger, around Christmas time, what me and my mates used to do was always coordinate what consoles we would buy, so we would buy different right. ones so that we could swap and we could all have we could all play different ones it was like a collective like i'll buy this this year and then you buy that and you buy that and blah 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 in fact that's how my, you're my a first bigger man. huh you're a bigger man than me because if someone said to me go and let me your switch <laughs> no chance right, well nowadays it's like no chance but then it was like yeah. all right so you just and then you swapped it f- yeah. for your other mids thing for a weekend and that was that was like free rentals for yeah. a weekend. but i mean that's how my first band got started as well was like i'll get a guitar and you get drums and you get this and you get that we'll start a band oh. so we all just kind of coordinated like our christmases and our birthdays they like sort of maximize you know like what we could all have as a group but anyways uh. one of my mates got the dreamcast i never got the dreamcast which meant that right. I got to see, I got to get it in like, I got to get it drip fed to me. So I got to play it like once every so often, then you would give it back. I think I got a, right. I think I was still, I was still playing like the N64 at the time. I think I got a bunch of N64 games. That was my sort of thing. And I was waiting for like right. the GameCube to come out. But uh, I had a mate who was a big Sega fan and that's why like we we're back and forth. I remember, I remember very vividly the the day that one of my mates got it's not the mate that i was swapping it with it was a different mate and he got the dreamcast or he asked for it for christmas and he got sonic adventure and shenmue it's getting like a re-release now or a remake yeah, shenmue yeah. one and two mm-hmm. so that, those two are originally on the dreamcast so right shenmue one i uh, like it was like oh my gosh like a 3d rpg big open world blah like back in the day it blew your fucking mind because we were used yeah. to games like Final Fantasy Nine or Eight or Seven, which are like sort of blocky, choppy kind of graphics, and this was like, holy fuck, this is mad. And I remember sitting and playing through most of Shenmue 
beside this like this guy and another one of our mates just sitting on his bed he had he had taken it out of his mum's closet because that's where she was hiding the christmas presents and he took the console he took the console out of the box and took the discs out of like their cases and put the box and the cases back like as decoys and just oh, took stuff like Indiana Jones. It was it was proper Indiana Jones stuff. And he brought it into his room. We sat and we played it, but she couldn't hear. Like she like if she if she caught us, he was fucked. So we played the whole thing on mute. And so I remember <laughs> most of Shenmue, but I have no idea what Shenmue sounds like. You're gonna have to relive it. No, I'm gonna have to play it again now. We sound it's fucking weird. It's like I could I could tell you what happens in most of the game, but I couldn't tell you for like what any of the characters sound like, or even if they can talk. I don't know, but. It's just it's just one of the weird memories. You should try and get a sealed copy and take out the desk while it's still sealed if you can. Should I should re- <laughs> recreate it, recreate it properly? But the, and then lend it to somebody. <laughs> so the Dreamcast had like a stupid amount of innovations. So you you were on about you were on about the um, the fishing rod controller. So it had that. Yeah. It had a light gun like every other system had at the time. It had an arcade Did stick. They have time they did. They had time they crisis. Time crisis. They had House of the Dead as well. Oh, the, the House of the Dead just needs to get a special mention for the really bad voice acting. I mean, everybody talks about Resident Evil and Jill, don't open that door. Yeah. Um, which we didn't mention, by the way. I know we never even In talked last about. Week's episode. We should do a like, Resident Evil was, like I, retrospective. I was almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> I was and almost then Jill. You. Jill, you the master of lockpicking can use this hair clip. Yeah, you just Cheers. Thought, yeah, do you think she would have one? You know her who is both a master of lockpicking and actually has fucking hair. But she's a fuck she's a fucking magnum. No. I hope this thing. is not Chris's blood. <laughs> what is it? What? It just he just kneels there, he's just uh, uh I'll fucking check his blood out here and all left it because we fucking mm, I know it's not Chris anyway, we're grand. <laughs> <laughs> don't you worry Joe I got this so, so, so bad I felt it's so so good mad but and then um, you're like see when you went you see when you met the first zombie and all and then you're like do I run the back the bar and he'll use his ammo or do I kill myself I always ran back the bar I always ran back because I needed the bullets I like the lead bar on though it's kind of like I'm on the dance on the stress I need to get uh, that lockpick off him aye true true <laughs> aye, he's, aye, that's it you lead him down a dark path but, uh, but Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Are. So the way that the way that the Dreamcast kind of worked for me, and I never was, had that, that. That never had Resident Evil Dreamcast. Was, they it, didn't have much for the first port, did they? It had Resident Evil Two, and it had uh, Resident <laughs> Evil Code Veronica, and I think it had Resident Evil Three. Um, ah, so it had respectable it had, enough. Yeah, I it 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 had a it had a a, a really good sort of broad range of 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 games like i i i really like its library um uh-huh. it is it is very friendly to like japanese style games so if you like your rpgs uh-huh. and stuff like that you're you're going to be in heaven with a dreamcast there's two things about the dreamcast that blow my mind but i'll leave them to last so the dreamcast was internet enabled as well it, it had okay. it, it came with uh like a broadband adapter like out of the box so you could just plug it into your phone line uh, play online there was dreamcast online in fact recently it's been brought back online again a team of really? modders and stuff have used like raspberry pis and whatever and if you go on this website you can get like the instructions and download the image for the raspberry pi and start playing dreamcast online again they've even brought back the old dlc that was mis- that was just lost Oh, very so, like, good. Sonic Adventure DLC is back and all this stuff. So like the Dreamcast homebrew community is amazing, and that's one of the things I'll talk about later on. But at the time, I have a question for you. Yeah, sorry, I have a question. No, we're for you. It sounds to me what you're saying to me very early because again, I know nothing about this, and, and people are probably sputting because I've never touched a Dreamcast controller. But it seems from what you're telling me, it, it seemed to be very focused on the Japanese market. It was, but we still got. We still got looked after, but it was very much a Japanese console. Sega was very much playing to their strengths. Right, okay. So, uh, but at the same time, there's still plenty on it. Like, I mean, there's loads of fighting games and things like that as well. It had a it had a wide enough library. The library was maybe a tiny bit bigger, I think, than the N64's library. Um, right. The European one, anyway. Like, the import scene is mad on it. But... Uh, 
the what was it saying so the it also had which i thought was really fucking cool because it was internet enabled you could also buy a mouse and keyboard for it and so you could play games online like uh what was it called again like fantasy star universe or fantasy star games which are these mad like like online rpgs so they were trying that out as well at the time but there was even a House of the Dead game called Typing of the Dead, where instead of shooting them, you had to type like a word. So every zombie had like a word on top of them and you like typed it in. So like it would like a zombie would come around the corner and like floating over his head would be like the word cat. And so he would type in cat really fast and his head would explode. That's so random. But they were so, tongue- so random. They were so tongue in cheek in the game that even the characters didn't have guns. They ran around with like a backpack on that that w- looked like a Dreamcast with like a keyboard, like floating in uh, front amazing. of them. So it was um, it amazing. was the if fucking. They got released now. That would so work. That would so set. People would buy that. Just that's something Leapfrog would do. Aye, <laughs> just something fucking stupid. But it was so good. <laughs> I rem- I played it. Uh, it was an import game, but like, I played it. It was so fucking good. It was just one of them things. It just it was so absurd. You'd never forget it. But the two cool things about the Dreamcast are, and I've even thought about making it like a video for my uh, YouTube channel on this because I really love. I just it blew my mind. The Dreamcast VGA cable. I know I'm talking about a cable, but the VGA cable for the Dreamcast is why people need to get a Dreamcast nowadays. You can use a VGA cable and hook a Dreamcast into your TV, and it looks just as as beautiful as a fucking PlayStation 3. Like, really? Aye, there, and there's a f- there are a few games that don't support it, but uh, for the most part, like, most of the library will just support it out of the box. Like, you can play Crazy Taxi through a VGA cable, and that thing, it just looks amazing. I, I can't remember what resolution it comes out at, but it just looks unbelievable. Look up some comparison videos. I'll put up a comparison, like, screenshot on the YouTube version, but it it just looks fantastic. Like, I, I have, a uh, like, a 50-inch, I think, HDTV in the living room, and I have a Dreamcast hooked through it, and it just looks perfect. Like, it's not pixelated or crap-looking or... It's because just, it's free VGA, what do you do for audio? Does it carry audio as well? Yeah, yeah. the cable that you get has like the red and white phono connections and then a VGA. Ah. But what I done was I went on Amazon and bought, there's a box that you can buy that converts that like to audio and VGA and the HDMI. Sure, do you not get that cable map on that USB to jack, hey? Oh, I had USB to fucking jack cables. Hey, do you have a skirt to VGA cable, lad? Do you have skirt to USB? Fuck what? off. We should do like a special fucking Maplin episode just so I can vent and just put it to bed. All these fucking years of malice just lying Retails. on this just bubbling. Retails, that's it. We'll start retail. a second fucking podcast called Retails. Which I, have is a, bitch. I have a Maplin retail for go, you. Go because, for it. Uh, very quickly. One of my favorite memories, well, I have two favorite memories, but because I've said Maplin again, I want to just tell them. Uh, the first one, <clears throat> no, obviously, the work on Maplin, you kind of have to be kind of tech savvy. Um, I'm not really tech savvy, but I kind of know what I need to know. Yeah. Um, where <laughs> obviously the certain customers, thank you, these guys fucking are like scientists with lab coats and like hmm. engineers with fucking hard hats on and you know, walking about all day in the shop with a ladder. Uh <laughs> One guy came on to me, do you remember the day? He just came up to me and he goes, Hi, uh, the satellite doesn't work. And he was <laughs> standing holding a satellite that he rubbed off the side of his house. Deadly serious. Just the cable yeah. lying everywhere. And uh, you're like, Right. And he was like, I got that about eight months ago, hey. And I was all, Right. Right. I thought we don't install satellites. And he was all, Right. Who should I go to? And I just handed them the yellow pages. <laughs> so there you go. The just, satellite dish, man. <laughs> Uh, second retail. Uh, do you do you remember the the girl with the DVD uh, player? <laughs> oh, <laughs> every this, time this, you bring this, this up, it just makes me happy. This customer comes on and uh, just like good day, good sir. I need a AC plug for this like travel DVD player device and. Uh, it's customary, well, it was customary in Maplin to test the product because it's good customer service and I'm a big advocate for that. You know, make sure the customer's happy, make sure the product works. And uh, that's all right. Yeah, let me just match up the voltage. 
bing bang boom this looks like the right one let me just test it no problem and I plug it in and it's, it comes on and it loads the DVD but it was like an autoplay so I just started playing and it was playing this like hardcore erotica is what I'm going to say <laughs> it didn't didn't take didn't take a wrinkle at her she was like that's perfect that's Brilliant. man there good on you son and all her we are fucking DVD <laughs> she, of the night and she and she's, she just left and I was just like that's just happened where were we speaking of speaking of dvds of the night um so what we'll do is is you actually you actually uh came along and 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 reset the mood there at a nice time because i'm going to talk about the second thing that i thought that it just sets the dreamcast apart from anything else but also it kind of ties into the reason like why it died so the whole thing about the dreamcast was is that the dreamcast had come out and they were trying to shift units as fast as they fucking could. They're trying to get them out the door because rumblings were afoot that Sony was going to release the, their next PlayStation. So everyone... Was it, was it priced competitively? It was. It was priced really competitively. Um, they, they were pushing this super hard. The price was right. The games were right. They were... They were just they were going so fucking hard at it to try and get these things out because their their whole thing was their whole idea was we have uh like a, a set amount of time here now before like the PlayStation 2 comes out that we can build a um you know like that they can actually create like a market and they can get people invested in Sega hardware before the PlayStation comes out. So really they they had a head start. And okay. The thing was, though, is that there were a lot of factors that ended up killing it. Um, one of the big things was, uh, I mean, we could sit here all day and talk about why the fucking Dreamcast failed, but one of the main problems was piracy. The same thing that we said that done so well for the PlayStation 1 yeah. had fucking wrecked the Dreamcast. Um, the Dreamcast's copy protection was pretty much non-existent. In fact, I can't remember what YouTube channel it was that I watched that gave a really good account on this. So I am kind of paraphrasing um, slightly. But what happened was, is that there was a, it was a, a guy, Larry Bundy Jr. Just because I don't want to, I don't want to talk about his work without crediting him. But um, he told this story one time uh, about like how that the Dreamcast piracy thing happened. And what happened was, is that there was a Sega, like an official Sega magazine had come out and it stuck like a fucking demo disc on the front of it for like an action replay like disc you know like the, the like one of them cheat discs like game genie or something uh, like game genie or, or game shark or something like that one of them sort of cheat discs and they had stuck a demo disc on the front of the magazine being like oh here's a a demo of like the game the game genie you know disc and you can try it out there's a couple of cheats for like all our top games and away you go and, and if you like it, you can buy it and get cheats for every fucking game and it's all great. The problem was, is that that disc enabled piracy on the Dreamcast. And they, right, were, okay. they, were, they were giving it away for free on the front of an official fucking magazine. So right. these, these discs just blew the fucking lid off the Dreamcast, which meant that people now were like, oh, great, we'll fucking just copy loads of games and just use our cheat disc. They load up copied games and away we go. And it's so could, it just started... copy that disc as well? Oh, yeah, copy whatever the fuck you wanted. It just, it just completely fucking knocked the Dreamcast wide open, which meant now people were buying hardware but not software, which meant that less people wanted to make games for the Dreamcast and da 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 da, da and eventually the Dreamcast just fucking died. Like, like there are, like I say, there's a lot more comprehensive reviews or, you know, like retrospectives as they why it died. But that was one of the main reasons was that it was just yeah. so easy to copy games for. But I mean, there's a happy ending uh, where, you know, I mean, the Dreamcast ultimately fucking killed Sega in the console market as well, because after the Dreamcast died, it, you know, Sega then started producing games on other systems and have never brought out a console since. Um, yeah. The 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 Dreamcast itself, uh, because of the really like the ease of piracy and whatever, uh, there have been homebrew uh-huh. Dreamcast games brought out. I think like fucking nearly every month, up until like present day. Uh-huh. Like there's still Dreamcast games coming out. 
That's kind of there's like a like a small community then. Yeah, there's still some games that are getting like full releases with, and I'm talking like disc releases with proper covers and cases and front and back artwork and manuals and like these things are top notch, like well made games. The homebrew community is probably the most active homebrew community I've I've ever heard of. Can I ask about the powers thing? Yes. Um. So you said so they basically brought out a a disc in a magazine and then this enabled piracy. Um. <clears throat> Did they not try to like act, you know, prevent this like by patching the console, or was it just like a per, like it was a very well, weak door, you know? It it didn't do software updates really, so there was no way of really patch- Yeah, there was no way of patching it, and uh, as far as I know, they tried they pulled the magazine with the disc off shelves, but by that stage, the damage had been done, and then it was just a case of people like reverse engineering, you know, the problem and bringing out their own so discs and one, that was it even effectively one disc that got it in a while people could just upload that disc so it could be burned anyway yeah because at the time the whole like cd sharing thing and like file sharing thing online was was the hottest thing you could do so if one person had a it's, file it's fucking everybody had it. It, we mentioned last week about the playstation one how it kind of helped um and how it's kind of the opposite doesn't it it's kind of yeah, it's weird. I mean, for the PlayStation, strange, it, strange. for the PlayStation, it helped, but uh, for for Sega, it didn't. I think the thing was with PlayStation was that it just sold more as well. So yeah. there were just the numbers were bigger. I mean, I was reading there that um, the Dreamcast only had like a fifteen percent market share by the time it died. So whenever the PlayStation Two came out. It was selling fucking gangbusters. The N64 was still selling gangbusters. The play, the PS1 had come out, you know, that wee mini version? Yeah. It was selling gangbusters. Sega just never quite broke through. They were trying hard, but they just I, never I broke just, through. Hmm? Like, I'm trying, I'm racking my brain. I just can can never, like, and I was kind of, what What year was the Dreamcast released? 2002? Like, I would... I know what I've been aging by then, but no, sorry, I'm aware. 1999. Right, so I, I had been, I say I was 18-ish then, maybe. Um, I was still kind of gaming away. Um, me on 64 and everything, the play, PlayStation One, but like I, I, just, I honestly don't remember seeing it in any retail stores. I remember seeing like mag- magazine scans of like Ready to Rumble. Yeah. Um, uh, and I was all that looks good. Um. But that was that was pretty much it. I mean, I, I I just never seen it. I mean, I, I think I heard about it when it was dead. So I remember reading a couple of years later about how it was kind of ahead of its own time. Because as you said, it had the online. I never knew that about the memory cards, but it's weird when you're saying about the memory cards because Nintendo this Christmas are bringing Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu where you, you buy a Pokeball where you can put... A Pokemon under it, and you can put it back into the game. It's basically what you described, as I yeah. said earlier. So they definitely had the right ideas. Maybe, maybe it was just ahead of its own time. Yeah, that's that was that's the way that I see it. Anyway, is that it was a lot of ideas, but there was nowhere to apply them. And well, maybe with these uh, resurgence of these, you know, these money consoles that are coming out now. You know, they did a Sega Mega Drive money there. It was last Christmas. You may you might see a Mega uh, Dreamcast money, and it might. I would. Right. I, you never know. I would love it. I would love to see it. Now the 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 thing is though, and this is where you know you start getting some Sega conspiracy theories and things like that as well. Is that the um the the president of Sega of America at the time? Now yeah. Sega was obviously Sega of Japan, but then Sega of America kind of handled everything else, and yeah, apparently they didn't get along. I know it's the same company, but apparently they didn't get along and that caused a lot of contention right. as well. And that was another one of the reasons why it was a bit sort of funny. But the president okay. of Sega of America during, you know, the the Sega ship was, you know, was sinking. It was halfway down. It was taking on water. And the president of Sega of America fucking left. He was like, I'm gone. Right. And that was Peter Murr. And he went on to become uh, one of the heads in Microsoft's like entertainment, interactive, whatever division. And he ended up... He was involved with the Xbox One, wasn't he? He was involved with the Xbox and the Xbox 360. Right, okay. So the I Xbox... he went to EA then, didn't he? He I did, think, he went I to EA so. after that. He's that guy with the English accent uh, that always that used to ah, always speak. He had like the goatee and the, he was going bald. 
You, I, I, like we should just go to a gaming quiz some night, you know, because how the fuck did I know his career? Right. Just by just <laughs> pull out of it. He's the CEO of Liverpool Football Club at the minute. But uh, so he's is that right? Uh, he's, he went from he went from uh, a a dying games console brand, to a good games console brand, to a sports games company, to a sports company. So I suppose I suppose he's sort of like pivoting very slowly. He's probably asked him on his interview for you know the CEO job. What do you know about football? And he's off FIFA. I FIFA made FIFA. I made your I made your team like a fuckload of money through Sports. FIFA and FIFA fucking coins and licenses and stuff. Sports ball. Sports ball coins. But uh, the theory is anyway that the Xbox three. I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, so I'll not go into it too deep. But the theory yeah. is is that the Xbox three sixty was the Dreamcast two, because it was, really yeah that was that was the theory anyway. Is that uh, Peter Murr having left and gone to Microsoft was like, ah. you know, obviously he took a lot of his experience and stuff with him and blah, blah, blah. And uh, the, the Xbox 360 was essentially the Dreamcast 2. There's a lot of conspiracy theory videos on it out there. It's always good if you're if you're feeling rather paranoid and you want a cup of tea and you want to look and do it. It's always, it's, but it's good fun. But that, that brings us up to where the Dreamcast had pretty much died and we may as well, because we're going to stick with this in kind of chronological order, what we'll do is we'll touch ever so slightly on the PlayStation 2 just before we wrap it up. Because that was really the reason why that the Dreamcast had fucking died was because the PlayStation 2 just came in and just juggernauted the gaming market. Like it, if PlayStation <laughs> 1 was the fucking left hook, PlayStation 2 was the right hook. Like I don't think I, I, can, fucking... I can't think of anybody that doesn't have one. It was the equivalent of fucking bringing your big baller to a football match with you. It was just a fucking animal. It was a beast. I mean, it, it, it everything right. It had a DVD player, it still player CDs. Uh, it was just a powerhouse. I remember seeing Gran Turismo uh, on it. That was like, I think it was a launch game. I always remember seeing it in Virgin, the Virgin store. Yeah. Uh, I was like, fuck me. Look at that. It was just, it was absolute, an absolute powerhouse of a console. I mean, um, where, where do you even begin? Uh, it just did everything right. I, I think it's the biggest selling console ever. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's uh, like 150 million units sold worldwide. Yeah, it's it's up there, but it is it is the number one. But what we'll do is we'll we'll mention the two things because this one's pretty much a Dreamcast episode. I'll say we got enough out of the Dreamcast, yeah. but I think it's important they they talk about why that the PlayStation 2 killed it and sort of keep it all together. The PlayStation 2's release, there was two things for me that the PlayStation 2 did that it was always going to succeed with because it had two massive innovations right out the door and there was no way anyone else was going to compete. One you've mentioned already was the DVD player. At the time, yeah. DVD players were, DVDs were just expensive. They were big. They were clunky. They only played DVDs. That yeah. was that. It was a fucking nightmare. And here you had something that you said in the, I think it was the last episode, that you could put in your living room. You know, yep. it's, it stood upright. It lay down flat. You know, it would fit wherever you wanted it to fit. It looked nice. And do you know what I mean? And the I definitely think Sony were the pioneers of bringing your console out of your bedroom into your sitting room. The other thing were. that they pioneered, which... Uh, I, I don't hear enough about when people talk about the PlayStation 2, but it was the first from, from well, it wasn't really the first. I suppose that was the Mega Drive, if I remember correctly, and people will probably fight me on that as well, so I'll not say it was the first, but it had backwards compatibility with PlayStation 1. Ah, yes, yes. When and I think about that. Because um, of, because that of was, that, yeah. it was like, you can swap out your PS1 for your PS2. The PS2 does everything that the PS1 does. And, yeah. you know, you can just bring it back and you could just play. You no, know, you have this big library of games already there. If, you know, you can rent PS1 and games and play them. your memory cards works as well. Yeah, all your memory cards work, your controllers work, blah, 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 blah. Like, there's so many games as well we haven't even mentioned. I mean, I really think, like, like there's games as well that were just, still regarded today as like phenomenal you know absolute classic games like games like eco mm. and shadow of the Colossus, just like absolute master class and you had the metal gear series you had god of war um like final fantasy games grand theft auto was really that's when they went first 3d um so the idea of the cinematic game was 
was born on PlayStation 2. The idea of a game being like yeah. a... Ma- like, other consoles touched on it. Like, you had things like Ocarina of Time, which kind of took you there a wee bit. Yeah. Or uh, there was things like Shenmue that we talked about that kind of took you there a wee bit. But PlayStation 2 was, like, the first one to give you, like, proper, like, blockbuster... Or it felt like it. I know yeah. to me, it was proper blockbuster games. Like, you felt like an adult playing them. Like, this wasn't a toy anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? They even had games like Manhunt. Remember Manhunt? So, again, they, they, they made games for adults as well. So, it was, like, obviously you had your Jack and Daxter and, you know, your all like your Final Fantasy Kingdom Hearts. Now, I know technically that could be considered an adult game as well. But you also had that, you know, that dark, dark, you know, you know for the adults, you know, for the... Yeah. I mean, you always had always range. said... Yeah, me and you always said, uh, I think we talked about this a while back ago, where, you know, when you're younger and you've seen adults in a, you know, like in a bookstore or a DVD store, and they're just buying stuff for themselves, uh, and how we've grown up, and we are now that person, where we can we can buy the stuff, and it always sounds wee, I'll sorry, but I always appreciate, like if I'm going to the game, to buy a game, or whatever, and even if I'm only spending like a tenner on a, like a pretty young game, I always appreciate the fact that I can pull out a tenner and you know I can buy this uh, this game. I am now that adult that I wanted to be, that's, and I'm only spending a tenner. That's the reason why I'm trying to get like a complete Xbox 360 set, and yeah. of which, by the way, I'm nearly halfway there. I'm nearly over the halfway yes. mark. But yes, uh, it's the reason why that I want to get a full 360 set is because that was the first console that I had like disposable income walk into a shop mm-hmm. and just buy my own games you know I done it a wee bit with the PS2 but the 360 was the first one like I bought the console myself I bought the games yeah. myself I bought the controllers whatever else myself and for me that was the like there's like I say, I, I, I treasure that feeling I, I agree with you, I agree with you completely I treasure that feeling so much of being able to go on and like make your own purchasing choices around games that yeah. like I'm trying to com- complete a full fucking set for that console because I like that feeling so much. But what we'll do anyways, because the PlayStation 2 is such a juggernaut of, of a conversation, yeah. we've mentioned the reasons why it killed the Dreamcast and the Dreamcast is now dead and gone. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll come back to the PlayStation 2 next time around. Yeah, definitely. And we'll focus on that because well, that is a an absolute powerhouse. It's I think that that will probably take up its own episode as well, since it was, as you say, the best yep. selling console of all time. But yeah, we'll call it there then. Oh, sorry, uh, you were waiting for me to say something. <laughs> I was waiting on you. I was waiting on you. <laughs> it was the I was first ed- time. I was the first time of ever that Daniel had his mouth shut. <laughs> I know I was waiting. I was like, I will hold off because one of two things is going to happen. Either you will have a fairy tale to close out or you will have a viewer question that I don't know about. And I sat in oh, silence. I, I do you have a viewer question? There we go. I do you have a viewer question? Thank you very much for reminding me. And I'm so not even prepared for it. I apologize. Oh, to I think I know what this question. is. I will load, up. I will yes, load it up in case it's not. Uh, I I will I will find it. So in the meantime, I will fill this awkward silence with my ramblings of a madman. So I'm just going to comment and just say you can each and every week you can write in, send a question um, via the Anchor app, which Kieran has failed to mention this week, which I have mentioned twice. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you can leave your own voice submission as well. So if you don't want the, don't be shy leave a voice message and you'll we'll actually play it on the podcast as well and we can answer the question but uh, you can send us a tweet uh, my, my good self is fairyman5000 forgot my twitter there for a second uh, my boy Kieran is Harry Atomic YT and uh, so send us a question and each and every week we promise you every question at the moment we will read out so Ross101 Gaming that's what I've got uh, here Sent us a question last week. Loving the podcast, guys. Question for next week's show, this week's show, right? Really? Uh, with gaming season approaching uh, fast, what's your mo- guys' most anticipated game for this fall? Personally, mine's is Red Dead. I wasn't really hyped for it until I saw the gameplay trailer that was recently released. Interested to hear yours, Ross. Thumbs up, emoji. So, hey. I will answer this question first because Kieran probably hasn't a clue. Hmm. What games are calling out yeah, this I, fall? The last game uh, I anticipated was on fucking cartridge. Um, 
it's kind of like a dead, dead giveaway, isn't it? It's kind of obvious what my most anticipated game was. So sorry to be a wee bit boring, but it has to be Smash Brothers. Um, the 7th of December, I've said it in previous episodes. Um, it's like Nintendo went in their room, held up a photograph of me and said, we need to make this guy a game. And uh, fuck me. Everything they're doing about it is just... I, I, I can't even... As you said when we talked about, I think it was two episodes. It's gonna, it's that game that I'll be playing in about a year's time still, and I'll still be discovering something new. Still discovering something new. Uh, I'm not gonna promise to myself this time. My fatal mistake with those Smash Bros. I only really play with for five characters. I'm actually gonna invest this time and actually kind of learn, you know, learn characters and. You, a friend of yours, Jay, who's like the Mortal Kombat champion of the world, equals <laughs> nah, of frames and jumps and all. I, I'm going to be hardcore on it. I am proper hardcore. I still have all my my Smash Bros. amiibos from the Wii U. You know it, brother. They're going to work on this as well, so I'm going to fucking train up my amiibos. I cannot wait. Uh, I'm just so excited. And that's little things again. Why I believe this game is made for me. I have a daughter called Daisy. And they put Daisy into this game. So Daisy has to be my name, my main. So if if you ever run onto me and you have your switch, we'll get our smash on. And if you if I pick Daisy, you know why. Because oh. <laughs> I had to represent my girl. That's it. So uh that I, I personally can't wait for that. Uh honorable mentions is probably the Spider Man, which is out in a couple of weeks' time, because it just looks fucking insane and it looks like a proper spider-man since spider-man 2 was it on the ps2 which yep. was fantastic as well so i mean that just looks have you seen the ps4 pro spider-man console i have it's beautiful and i'm oh, well jealous so, pretty. so 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 pretty and uh, red dead see it's, it's weird rockstar i don't know how you feel about red dead 2 but i'm not hyped for it at all but the marketing is just genius i'm still going to buy it i will i will give it a go if only because i am like just about to finish red dead one i've never finished it i I, loved it i'm there Um, the irish guy and it's really funny i absolutely loved it i don't know why i I, I stopped playing it but i have it my ps3 and i ever always put it on every so often i'm like this game's so good why didn't i complete this i think it was just you know, it's just so much to do. You always got sidetracked, literally, you know, train tracks and stuff. Yeah. Um, but the, 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 there's a game out next week as well for the Switch called The Messenger, uh, which is kind of like, you'd be interested in it, I highly recommend you check it out. It's like a, it's a 2D platformer, but it's very Revenge of the Shunobi. Love it. And the, 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 the gimmick of it is it's 8-bit, and you run around and like, yeah, I think you have to save somebody. But then you find a rift, like it's a time portal, and puts you forward in time, and it changes the graphics to 16-bit. Oh, that's awesome. So, uh, so in a nutshell, Smash, 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 all about <laughs> the Smash. Honorable mentions is the Spider-Man, and then the, the next, and then Fire Pro Wrestling. Yes, we talked about that today. We Holy talked about this. Fuck, I yeah. need to get on that. It just looks like fucking no mercy, so... All over that as well. So in the end of September, so we will. That's we will. my questions. I heard Kieran typing strategically on his keyboard, so I'm hoping Ross that he has a he has an answer for you. I I actually do have an answer. There there is a game that lo and behold, believe it or not, that is not out yet that I am looking forward to. And the okay. only reason That's why. FIFA? FIFA, it's all FIFA. I just can't wait to FIFA, FIFA. 19, man. I need, that, I need that Peter Murr edition. FIFA 19, <laughs> Peter Murr, Cristiano Ronaldo edition. It's 200 pound and you get fucking extra FIFA point coins. Before you give me your answer, I, ha- I need to tell this retail and then you can give your answer on the call tonight. Um, retail, it's a funny one. When I uh, worked in game, I was in the, uh, I, um, <clears throat> when the Xbox won uh was out uh i think it was the first year uh they were re-releasing grand theft auto 5 that was previously on the 360 and the ps3 so they're like they're remastering it effectively they put first person on it you know you know gta 5 everyone knows gta 5 see it was the number one selling game last month again 
Fucking insane. Now, what the hell? Every time it goes on sale, it just Hang fucking tops the charts. I think print money. Put on my shoes last week and four copies fell out of my shoes. It's fucking like print money. It's, just, it's fucking mad. I, I put on my jacket and, uh, the other week and the fucking online got hacked. That was all Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, um, it, it got this like slang word in in uh, in Derry. Anyways, uh, instead of calling Graph Theft Auto 5, people used to come on and ask the pre-order V on the pre-order V because the, the, you know, the big yeah, V them symbol. extra three so, letters really I mean, fucking took time out of your day no but at the same time they were doing pre-orders for Grand, uh, sorry FIFA 15 so you know the story you know where I'm going here now um, yeah and this is how cemented I was this is how absorbed I was uh, so the gentleman walks up to me and he's all how's it going I'm on two minds to order V for the four or 15 for the one. <laughs> Translation. Good day, good sir. I'm unsure if I want to order pre-order Grand Theft Auto 5 on the PlayStation 4 or FIFA 15 on the Xbox One. But I knew what he was on about. And I convinced him to do both. <laughs> so not only did you speak his language, but you managed to fucking claw at like two, I two game prices. I think he was, was just impressed. That's, you know, it's I was like, wow. Go, man, you need to get that fee for the four, man. Hey, it looks unreal. No, it looks unreal. And you're going to be playing it online. And then you have the 15 for the one. So if you ever get fed up with fee, uh, fee you can always play that. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose it myself. <laughs> <laughs> you were holding but, on. Beats of sweat were forming. You were all fucking going to realize. I always remember there was a girl working with me and she was a new start. And she's just kind of looking at us going, what's going on? Sean, no, I picked the wrong fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> but your game sorry yes my game my god I am so fucking hyped for this I I, I, I kept it a secret mainly because okay. I just don't fucking talk to people about games but I, I've kept this apart a secret every, every week apart from me every week that's where I get it all out but the release date was announced yesterday alright and I okay. fucking blew my top I was lying I was, I was lying just relaxing in bed just perusing my phone and I turned around to Natasha and saw Natasha, fucking look at this. And we loaded up the trailer and I was like singing the wee jingle. There's like a song with lyrics. I'm singing right. along and I'm fucking hyped and I'm mad. And the game, the game is called Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. Ah, yeah, I did not talk to you about that. You watched the Nindies Direct? Oh my fucking God. Oh, yes. The, I was actually watching as all Kieran is losing his shit right now. I, I will give you I will give you a very, 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 very quick and abridged version of, of my favourite game. So my two favourite gaming franchises of all time, which also leads me on to my second most hyped game that I'm 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 excited about. So I love Mega Man. So Mega Man eleven, I'm I'm fucking no way they held up a picture of you for Smash Brothers, they held up a picture of me for Mega Man. <laughs> and I just can't wait for it because Mega Man's finally getting a fucking comeback and I'm loving seeing all these X collections and collections 2 and all these other things like it feels like a, we're having like a celebration of Mega Man I'm loving it so I'm loving Mega Man 11 but Monster Boy is the one for me like that's that's something special for me because I love Wonder Boy Wonder Boy is just probably one of my favourite gaming franchises of all time I've done a video I really need to do the second part of that fucking video because it's like a two-parter about my history with Wonder Boy because it was two trilogies out already yeah. but they were like old Sega games there hasn't been a, a, a like a, a new Wonder Boy game in fucking years but just to give so a very follow on you yeah but just to give a very abridged history and, and I promise I will keep this to like under fucking two minutes Wonder Boy came out it was an arcade game everybody fucking loved it then all of a sudden it became like an rpg game because they were popular and everybody fucking loved it and then it's they just kept making them like these wee rpg games they were loads of fun i don't know what there was about them but they just completely dripped charm there was just something about them that were fucking great but the wonder boy series was a series of games and then there was the monster world series and right. so the games were like Wonder Boy in Monsterland, Wonder Boy in Monster World. You know, it got confusing as to like what the fucking storyline was. Uh -huh. But it, there was a storyline. And then the last one, uh, Wonder Boy 4 or 3, 4, was released in Japan only. We got an XBLA 
like an Xbox Live release of it, like fucking years later, like 20 years after. It was on their Mega uh-huh. Drive. And it was a female protagonist. She rounded out the storyline. But the most famous one at the minute was uh, Wonder Boy The Dragon's Trap, which got a remake recently. Yeah, um, it I was, actually have it yet to play it, though. It's fucking amazing. It's so good. But they, people, they weren't the only people making a Wonder Boy game. There was two Wonder Boy games announced at once. There was the remake of Dragon's Trap, and then there was Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. Apparently, the idea uh-huh. behind Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom was that it was going to unite the whole Monster World and Wonder Boy like storylines, and so that's where Monster Boy came from. Ah, right, okay. So it's 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 trying to take this really confusing ball of storylines and kind of streamline it, and they like a just a, a a lineage of fucking games that us Wonder Boy fans can get behind. But it uses characters from uh, the Dragon's Trap, and you know it's it's like a sequel to Dragon's Trap almost. But ah, the, right, okay. But the way that the Wonder Boy games work again, abridged. The way that the Wonder Boy games storyline work is that Wonder Boy is a title. So like, if you defend the village and you're the best warrior and you're the nicest fucking guy and you're the hero, then you're bestowed the title of Wonder Boy. And so right. throughout, the, it's like Hero of Time. Do you know what I mean? so in fact just to go one step further uh wonder boy in monster world talking about zelda wonder boy in monster world um the main character was a guy called cheyenne and he ran around uh at the start of the game in the first village that he went to he was in a forest and got himself a fairy that followed him around and annoyed him and he played an ocarina to open doors and then ocarina time came out like fucking three years later so just just putting that out there there you go. Planted the seed. I know. But yeah, Planted Monster Boy, I, I'll, I can gush all night, but Monster Boy, my fucking God, I can't wait for Monster Boy to come out. It's a 2D platformer. It looks beautiful. It's got like the anime style, like cutscenes and openings, and it's just, oh, it's so good. You just, you knew I'd fucking salivate over that game, didn't you? <laughs> I'm actually just impressed you had an answer to the question. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fucking game that's not out yet that I know about. <laughs> the game that's not fucking You're 15 all... years old that I don't know. <laughs> just... You, you, you walk into a game shop, Kieran, stand there. Uh, what are you doing here? <laughs> <He's> <laughs> are you lost? You're 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 not welcome here. Yeah, we we only do pre-owned back it's as like, far as the fucking uh, PlayStation Three. Yeah, first they had a uh, Lord of the Rings where uh, you're like that guy, you know, Lord of the Rings, uh, the two towers where the king's sitting there and they're like I'm, you know, green worms in your ear and like Argon walks on. Yo, late is the hour. <laughs> not welcome here. You're not welcome here. Um, uh, I need to watch a lot of rings again. I know. Um, okay. No, that, that was uh, that's pretty much this week's episode all wrapped up. Yeah, um, that's us. Um, again, if anybody wants to, as you were saying earlier, if anybody wants to ask us a question, and we'll take a fucking obviously a great deal of time answering it. But if uh, yeah. if anyone wants to send us a question, you can do it. Through Twitter, as you mentioned, mine's is Harry Atomic YT. Yours is uh, Ferryman Five Thousand. And before we go as well, Kieran is going to buy Celeste, and he's going to put a screenshot up on Twitter when he does it. And uh, if anybody has any recommendations for anything that they want me to try and play, or if Kieran likewise, let us know in the comments below, and we'll definitely give feedback. And you know, you know. We might have already played them and we can give a wee bit of feedback on it as well. I know, we'll get a conversation going about games. But yeah, you can can drop us your thoughts on the Anchor app where you can record a voice clip and we can play it on the show. So make sure to to avail of that if you want to appear on the 1UPcast. But from me, thanks for listening, guys, and I'll see you next week. And RIP ExtraVision. Oh, ExtraVision, fuck! <laughs> leave it leave it at that. Good leave night. It at that. God bless. <laughs> night night. <laughs>